welcome to Alco Farm, brought to you by the Bill Gatton College of Pharmacy. I'm your host, John Bazaar, associate professor at said uh, Bill Gatton College of Pharmacy at East Tennessee State University. I'm coming to you from my office here in Mountain Home, Tennessee. Uh, status post Purdue's uh, opening round victory uh, in the uh, in the tournament here. So it's March Madness, which means not only basketball, but also Hope is Annual Conference, the Hematology Oncology Pharmacist Association. So I'm going to spend, uh, you know, most of the pod just talking about what I'm looking forward to uh, at HOPA. A couple things that have happened recently in the news, um, you know, the Volumabs uh, FDA approved now in a Q4 weekly dosing, something I should have mentioned on last week's pod. Um, should be good for patients. Um, maybe it, you know, cuts in half the number of time you get to see the patient to look for some of those immune related or immune-mediated toxicities, but otherwise uh, should be really good for patients uh, and their quality of life to cut down on their trips to the clinic. Also, uh, I think it was yesterday, the FDA um, mentioned or released their plans to decrease the nicotine content of cigarettes, which could be huge, you know, yeah, put me out of a job here, uh, taking care of cancer patients. Uh, so if you're not going to HOPA, you may think, I there's no reason to listen to this. And I would say, hold on a second, because for the first time this year, HOPA has uh, virtual attendance. Um, it's a great conference to attend in person. I love it. It's where I get most of my CE for the year. Um, it's great to connect to colleagues to see if they have the same interpretation of the data that I do. Uh, great to network. Love HOPA. Never been to Denver. Can't wait to go to Denver. Um, but you can attend virtually, so you can you can still watch uh, many of the sessions uh, online remotely uh, if you can't make it to Denver. At this point, if you're not going uh, to Denver, you're not going to be able to make it, but you could still sign up for the virtual attendance. So I just want to run through some of the things uh, that I'm looking forward to this year. Uh, I am going to the, the Practice Management Boot Camp. This is something that HOPA does periodically. They'll have these boot camps. Uh, this one's on Practice Management because, well, to be perfectly honest, I don't... I don't know a lot about practice management, certainly not as much as I should, and that's a, you have to pay extra for that, it's Wednesday morning, but I'm going to that, uh, looking forward to learning something uh, about uh, an area of practice uh, or management that, to, that quite frankly is a little foreign to me uh, at times. Uh, if you have not been to HOPA, or maybe you're new to oncology pharmacy, they HOPA will have these boot camps uh, typically every other uh, conference. So sometimes they're, they're geared towards maybe new clinicians who maybe haven't had residency training. It's a good thing to check out um, if you're looking for, you know, a, you know, to learn or maybe relearn some of the basics like nausea and vomiting, neutropenic fever, and some of the basics of just monitoring or managing chemotherapy toxicity. Um, so the first regular conference I'm looking forward to is Wednesday at 1.15. It's about the use of biomarkers with checkpoint inhibitors, so mostly PD-1, PD-L1 antibodies. And what do we what do we measure? What predicts response? Um, this was something that came up on rounds this week uh, or last week. You know, there's some discordance in how much you know you need to check this. What do you check? PD1, PDL1 status, PDL1 proportion score. Uh, with certain drugs and certain malignancies, uh, the drugs are approved regardless of status, like in the second line setting, first line setting. Uh, but if your PD1 uh, or PDL1 proportion score is above 50%. I think is I think it is Pembrose approved in the first line setting. So, in some cases, uh, you know the there is a biomarker that predicts um, um, uh, response. In other cases, there's not. So 
Uh, my personal opinion is, uh, not look, looking at the science too much, is that we're still in the infancy of figuring out how to do this. It's the tip of the iceberg. We're trying to figure out what's the best thing to measure. And it might be different from malignancy to ma malignancy. Uh, the way like, uh, you know, we measure um, where it says KRAS and NRAS status in colorectal cancer, but not necessarily in other malignancies uh, like lung cancer at this point. <clears throat> uh, there's another section going up against that um, about mold infection. So uh, there were new aspergillus guidelines, so I, I'll rely on those guidelines, or maybe I'll check out the uh, check out the slides um, uh, after uh, the conference or when I get back. Uh, there is a BCOP BCOP session on uh, new oncology clinical trial design and what works. And as someone who's really interested in, in new drugs that are approved and how they get to market, I'm always fascinated by that. So I'm really interested to learn um, how biomarkers are being utilized in, in these early clinical trials and basket trials. Uh, and then really, how do we find value? If you go back and listen to one of the earlier podcasts, the, the Tales of Brave Arrest about the story of Jafitnib, you know, the first studies were, were a little premature in what we knew. So there's always that balance of the basic science and clinical science and how to, to meld those together. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Thursday morning there is an ambulatory practice breakout session. You know, there's a, uh, you know, like a stem cell transplant breakout session. There may be a pediatrics or uh, some other breakouts. Uh, this one's ambulatory practice uh, and it's looking at uh, the cardiovascular and metabolic toxicity of oral chemotherapy, you know, like TKI, sunitinib, things like that. Really looking forward to that. That's one of my big interests um, for professional practice and research. Uh, and then one about you know managing venetoclax. And that's one of the great things about HOPA is you'll get to hear uh, talks from clinical pharmacists who sometimes were involved in the early clinical trials with these drugs and had this, this wealth of experience from using it from the very first in human studies in some cases, or they just use it a lot more than say we use it in our practice here. So a lot to learn from, from those clinicians. Um, the keynote, Thursday at 9.15, uh, I love the title, There Will Be Drugs, uh, Lessons from Lung Cancer's Oil Boom, a little play on uh, uh, the, the movie from a couple years ago, There Will Be Oil, which was based on an Upton Sinclair novel. And this is David Ross Cambage. He's an MD, PhD. He's actually trained in um, medical oncology and clinical pharmacology, and I, I'm guessing that's his PhD. So, one of my pet peeves, I don't know if you guys have this, one of my pet peeves is to be introduced as, hey, this is John, he's our pharmacologist. I'm not a pharmacologist. I studied pharmacology, but also pharmaceutics and pharmacy practice, pharmacokinetics. Pharmacology is just one of the disciplines in which I, I happen to know quite a bit. Uh, but this guy, it appears, is a pharmacologist as well as uh, the director of thoracic oncology at the University of Colorado. So he won't have um, far to travel. Um, and I think he's British. Uh, at least he studied in Cambridge. And he came to Denver as a visiting scholar uh, and then uh, has stayed on there uh, as a lung cancer expert. And we Americans, we love Brits. Um, so looking forward to hearing, and we love accents. We love Brits too, but we really love accents. So looking forward to hearing that. Um, Thursday afternoon at 3.15, there's a, a talk on molecular tumor boards. Genomics, this is the future of oncology, right? Looking at tumor genomics. Some really great speakers, some that I know, are going to be talking about how they utilize genomics in their clinics and molecular tumor boards. So patients who maybe don't have a great treatment option and, and doing like, you know, next-gen sequencing via Foundation One or, or whatever they use to find some actionable mutations uh, that they can pair with drugs that would be good candidates and hearing their results. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and then Friday morning, we've got the new drugs in oncology. 
uh, just looking at the, at the numbers, that seems to be the biggest interest, at least with the Oncofarm podcast, you know, uh, Acalabrutinib, Apalutamide are, are the most popular podcasts based on downloads. Uh, so I'm also, you know, always interested in new drugs, looking to see if people have uh, seen things in these drugs that I haven't or noticed things that I haven't. Uh, and then uh, later in the day, there is an update on investigational drugs. So really looking at the pipeline, what's coming next. And there's a session towards the end or a section of that topic towards the end about old drugs, uh, you know, new uses. So kind of an old dog, new trick sort of a thing. Uh, and then Saturday morning, we've got the Research Grant Award platform. Um, I've, <clears throat> I've toyed around with the idea of writing a, you know, a, a grant submitted to HOPA. Uh, one of these days, I will do that. Um, so, you know, it's always good to hear what the winners say and, and see how their projects were done and see if you can uh, glean a little insight into um, how to submit a grant that's going to be accepted. So looking forward to that as well. But, um, you know, the big thing I'm looking forward to is networking, catching up with former students and residents. There are going to be um, five former students there who are not, who are not four of whom are uh, in the real world <clears throat> doing great things at their jobs. Can't wait to hear what they're doing. Uh, one's finishing her PGY2 in oncology and is going to work in my home state of Indiana. So great to, to sit around a table with them, around a meal or a drink, and hear what they're up to, um, and then try and, and act like I know as much as they do. Because at this point, uh, you know, in some cases, they know more than I do about certain disease states, and that's, that's really rewarding to hear uh, how well that they're doing. Um, the uh, couple things I've learned, the weather in Denver, uh, looking pretty good. Not not Anaheim, but pretty good. Uh, highs seem to be in the 50s to 60s, lows in the 30s, which for me is, you know, kind of perfect. I'm a little bit worried about the uh, the higher elevation and if I'll be able to make it back for my morning runs. Um, but looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, the snow-capped uh, Rocky Mountains, something that I, I really have not experienced. And then one thing, Hopa has an app. And in the app there, you can see the posters in there or see where they are. Uh, the titles and things like that, and there is a um, like a built-in function where you can see restaurants and attractions nearby, how far they are, and and, and some things like that. So uh, I'll be at Hopa. I hope you are too. If you can't be there, I know we've got some folks listening uh, across the pond and uh, in Great Britain and, and Spain and things like that. So if you're listening and, and you'd like to you like some of these topics, look into the virtual attendance. Uh, find Hope online, you know, H-O-P-A-R-X.org is, is the organization's website. It's a great conference. Uh, if you can't attend in person, uh, really check out the virtual attendance. Um, so that's all that I have for now, and um, w there will be no pod next week because I'm going to be at Hopa. I'm not going to take, uh, you know, my microphone to record. So I'll be out there at Hopa. Maybe I'll find somebody who's willing to come on here and and, and co-host an episode with me. That would probably be good. So you guys don't get so tired of hearing my own voice. But until then, I will see you a little further down the road.